Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. We serve a God who never changes. Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, not for them, right? For this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. That's why this verse is so true. Because we serve a God who never changes. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's always with us, always for us. Let me start with the story. It goes, an elderly lady was well known for her faith and her boldness to express her faith. She would get up every single morning, go outside in the backyard, and she would just just out on the top of her lungs say, praise the Lord. Thank you, God, for another wonderful, beautiful day. And wouldn't you know it, but next door, well, the, the grouch was over there, and he actually was an atheist. He didn't believe in God at all. And he would just yell back over the fence, there ain't no God, and there ain't no, no Lord either. But his angry shouts didn't intimidate, and it didn't slow her down a bit. I mean, the next morning, there she'd be. Praise the Lord and thank you, God, for another beautiful day and each morning he would yell back at her there ain't no lord and there ain't no god well hard times hit and all of a sudden you could hear this lady out there in the back porch as she would say praise the lord and i thank you for this beautiful day she says then lord there are hard times right now and i need some help we need some food would you provide well, the next day, all of a sudden, she comes out to the back of the porch, and there's a bag of groceries. She sells out, praise the Lord for a beautiful day and for all these groceries. And out from the bushes comes her, well, her grouchy old neighbor. There ain't no God, and there ain't no Lord, and I bought those groceries. And she goes, praise the Lord. You've been so good to me, Lord. And you even made the devil pay for the groceries. (laughs) You know, the lady just understood something. We're to give praise, to give thanks in all circumstances. Truly, God works in mysterious ways. And in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 7, it says, For who considers you as superior? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? You see, regardless of how sophisticated and how advanced we may think we are, all things find its origin in God. Man cannot create even a single kernel of corn or wheat. That has to come from God. God gives us the things we need. And God is the creator of all things. He's the creator of life itself. But like the angry neighbor, it's sad to say, but some people have a confused attitude 
about their blessings in life. Because I think priorities can be mixed up. One day a man discovered that a friend had betrayed him. And he was really, really hurt by it. See, he had really been there for his friend in time of need. So he went to the man and he said, Why did you betray me? Don't you remember who picked you up when you were in the gutter? I mean, don't you remember who bailed you out of jail and who lent you money when you asked because you were poor? Don't you remember who helped get you your very first job? And then the man replied, Yes, you did. You did all of that. But what have you done for me lately? Can you imagine how ungrateful? I mean, this is disturbing. I wonder if we can be like that guy, but instead of to a friend, be like that to our own Lord and Savior. We've all received so much. But if things happen to be even a little bit difficult, taking a little bit longer than we want we tend to say to god yes you've done a lot for me lord but what have you done for me lately how's your heart do you give god thanks for the boundless blessings he's giving you or just the complaints for the stuff that you want now See, fortunately, there are other folks who are realistic in their attitude about their priorities. His name is Max Licato, and he says, I, and I quote, I wake up in a world of miracles every morning. Every time I breathe and use the oxygen and incorporate it into my body, it is a miracle. Every time I open my eyes and see the beauty that surrounds me, that's a miracle. Every time I touch the hand of a baby, that's a miracle. Every time I take a morsel of food and put it into my mouth, my body digests it and uses the energy from it. That's a miracle. Just as surely as it was a miracle when God opened the waters of the Red Sea, just as surely as it was a miracle when Jesus fed the multitude, just as surely as it was a miracle when Jesus healed the blind man, we woke up in a world of miracles every day. And some of us have the audacity to want more. Folks, there can be no doubt God has given this world some of the most tremendous blessings. But we do struggle when things seem to not work out our way and in our time. But let's be reminded of Romans 8.28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to His purpose. You know, not everything that happens in life is good. But God has promised that if we love Him, and if we'll let Him work His will in our lives, 
that in all things God will work it out for His good, for our good, just for the good. Again, Paul makes a tremendous statement, but it's here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. I know how to get along with little, and I also know how to live in prosperity, Paul says. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Kind of changes the picture of that verse, Philippians 4.13. I know we use it for athletic, athletics and, and whatnot. But that verse is really about contentment. Whether I have a lot to eat or I have nothing to eat, whether I have a lot of money or whether I have none, no matter what I face, I have learned that I can do all things through Christ, whether up or down. What a tremendous blessing it is to be content, to be able to rejoice, to be able to pray and to be thankful regardless of our circumstances. The story is told about a man who decided to fly his air balloon, his hot air balloon. And all the way around the world, he was to be on a journey. He wanted to travel the world. So on day one, he planned to fly to, let's say, City A. And then he would go to City B. But a wind came along and that he didn't count on. And next thing he knows, he's landing at City C. He didn't know what to do, but he had a land, so he did. But there he was, and he stayed for a while, discovered what a beautiful place this was. So all the sights, got to know a lot of people, made some friends. Got back up in his balloon, and off he went, thinking that he would land at City D. But another opposing wind came along, and next thing he knows, he's at City E. But there he was, what do I do now that I've landed in City E? I've never even heard of this place. Well, he saw the sights, got to know the people, made some new friends. And again, he was on his way. He finally made his way around the whole world. Not exactly landing everywhere he had pre-planned. Kind of like in our own life. But landing in different places here and different places there at a time he didn't plan on being here or there. But finding a blessing everywhere he went. Life is a lot like that, isn't it? You'll be at City A or in a place called A thinking you're going to go to a place called B. But all of a sudden, you happen to land at a place called C. You didn't plan on it. But if you look around, you'll find the blessing. And you might even find a friend or two and a whole bunch to be thankful for. So where are you? Give God thanks. Learn to be content with the blessings that He showers upon you day by day. 
sometimes we don't plan on being where we're at in life at this season. But there's something good there. If you happen to enjoy it for all that it's worth. The greatest blessing that you and I in this world have ever received is the unmeasurable gift of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. It's in His sacrifice that covers our sins. That gives us assurance of life ever after. And all the things we have accumulated, we have taken out of, of our hands. And if we give it all to Him, He'll do something great with it. It's enough if we were to stop to say, I give you thanks. I hope this Thanksgiving as you celebrate with family or friends, that you would maybe stop before you get to that meal. That you would all say, this is something I'm thankful for. And maybe you... Just get a little juice, a little cracker, and you all have communion together. You read some of the little verses out of the Bible, and you have communion. And you give our Savior thanks. Even in the craziness of all this COVID, riots and fires and all the other craziness, that you give God praise. May the Lord keep you, and may the Lord bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Father, I pray a blessing on each and every person who's watching today. For those who may have somebody not present at the table that they were hoping to be there. Maybe they're with you, or maybe they're not able to be there because of restrictions. In COVID fears. God, I pray, would you show yourself strong and fill them with joy and give them a reason to give thanks. Bless your people in Jesus' holy name. Amen. God bless. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today? Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.